0: This is Robert from Talking Tesla. No, wait, this is Robert, who's now on Elon Daily. I'm here because Mel is not. Mel is in Australia enjoying his family, enjoying, well, hopefully Australia, though there are fires and he did talk about it on Friday and it did piss him off and it pisses me off as well. Today is January 20th, here in the United States, that's Martin Luther King Day, a day of citizen action volunteerism in honor of the slain Martin Luther King. So go out and do something worthwhile. So, first story comes from Ars Technica about Tesla, the most valuable car company in America. So, Tesla's always been sort of neck and neck with Ford, General Motors, they're going back and forth, but now clearly with Tesla's stock price in the range of $498 to $544 a share over the last week. Whoa! Tesla is valued at about $90 billion. That is a F-ton as far as American car companies go because number two now, GM, which happens to make 20 times as many cars as Tesla, is valued at $50 billion. And Ford, which makes about six times as many cars as Tesla, is valued at $37 billion. That makes Tesla more value than both of them combined. Wow. Why? Why? Why, why, people are asking, why would Tesla be worth so much? But remember, and you probably do since you're part of the Talking Tesla Nation, Tesla is more than a car company. Yes, they make great cars, but they also have amazing potential tech, including Tesla Energy with battery storage for both the home and commercial uses. They've got tech in the cars that is going to surpass and make other cars stupid cars, right? That's what we say in the intro to Talking Tesla. Tesla has really good margins. They make more money on each of their cars than typically car manufacturers do. They usually have a much narrower margin of, 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 uh, of profit. Amazing brand loyalty, amazing growth. Look at how Tesla has grown over the last 10 years from essentially zero to where it is now. The world governments are continually working to incentivize electric vehicles, and Tesla is really well poised to take advantage of that. Tesla's tech is improving at breakneck speeds, including autopilot, battery tech, safety in the cars, and I, for one, can definitely speak to that. And then there's the Apple effect, like Apple, who is a brand that people Uh, want, has prestige, has integration, it works well, it makes your life easier, but it's more expensive. And people are willing to pay considerably more for Apple products to have that sort of turnkey roundabout system that works really well for them. And the same thing goes for Tesla. People are are, are willing to drop some more cash for the prestige and the unique features of a Tesla. Um, For example, today, I was eating Thai food with the kid, and afterwards we were feeling a little full, didn't want to quite get into the traffic. So we sat in the car at the curb in front of the Thai restaurant, and what did we do? We watched The Witcher on Netflix in the car with, as he said, amazing surround sound. It was what a kick, kick, I won't say it. It was a great experience. And then we laid down some tracks using the tracks program. Have you tried that? TRAX tracks. You can get the bass drum. You can it was it was really cool. Really really cool. So that leads to my next feel good story. This one from Inside EVs. They're talking about a spike in the Chinese Gigafactory made Model 3 sales. Tesla recently dropped the price for the Model 3 in China. It was selling for about 50,000 US and they dropped the price to 42,900 which is like 16%, and that led to a spike in orders. They reported as many as 1,200 cars ordered a day, which is a big spike considering the fact that Tesla has been planning to make 250,000 cars this year, which only translates to about 685 cars a day. So if there's no way all those people could get the car if they order at that pace. At one of the service centers in Shanghai, or it's a, they call them customer experience centers, the a salesman was quoted as saying, quote, our store looks like a grocery market. So many people inside. I lost my voice talking to so many customers nonstop. And in the Taiguchi uh Tai Guhui. Yeah, I got to work on my Chinese. At the Tai Guhui Tesla Experience Center, they were packed to the point where people were having to wait outside to be able to go inside to look at the Model 3. Huge success. Uh, What's that gonna do to the stock price? I think that's part of the reason why the analyst from Oppenheimer upped his uh, price point for Tesla to be over $600 a share. And that leads me to Elon. And how does Elon get paid? You may not recall, but maybe you do. Elon makes something trivial, like a dollar a year as the CEO of Tesla. But he has a performance package. He had one performance package earlier in Tesla's history, like the first 10 years. And then two years ago, in 2018, Tesla's board convinced, quote unquote, Elon to stay on as CEO of Tesla, and they signed a performance package that went something like this. When the company's, well, so he had to meet milestones. The first milestone was that the company had to make uh, $20 billion a year in sales. They did that in October. And then the stock value had to go above $100 billion. And as I said from that first story, the valuation of Tesla stock is at about $90 billion. If it goes to $553 a share and is sustained, then the company's stock value will be over $100 billion. And Elon gets the first of his performance valuation packages, which is 1% of Tesla stock. 1% of Tesla stock, when it's worth $100 billion, is a billion dollars and then it goes on from there tesla stock goes up another 50 billion to 150 billion he gets a percent and at every 50 billion billion dollar increment up to 650 billion which would be a very valuable company he gets one percent per 50 billion increase so at the point that tesla stock if it does reach $650 billion, he'll own 32% of the Tesla stock and will be the wealthiest living being in the solar system, which is pretty impressive, especially if you're trying to get to Mars. It's uh, it's good. It's probably going to help him pay for a lot of that. Lastly, one more thing for Elon to celebrate. Yesterday, Sunday, Elon and the SpaceX team uh, passed, with flying colors, a Crew Dragon in-flight abort test. So the Falcon 9 took off on Sunday morning. It launched a Dragon crew capsule with the trunk up to space. They went past Max-Q, which is that point at which the maximum pressure is happening on the whole spaceship. That's like a uh, high-stress, high-failure moment. Just after that, they shut down the Falcon 9 engines, which could be a fatal uh, thing, in other words, that whole thing falling to Earth, full of a bunch of fuel with astronauts, bad news, then they jettisoned the SpaceX capsule with the Super Draco engines off the Falcon 9, detached the trunk, let the little capsule reorient, And then launched chutes, brought it down into the ocean. It was flawless, at least from what I could see. And they're still analyzing all the parts and stuff. There was an amazing explosion when the Falcon 9 started tumbling and then full of fuel, or at least a bunch of fuel, exploded. It was cool. I sent out some tweets with some photos. There's tons of media on the interwebs. Go check it out. Next March... We will have Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley, the two astronauts, take off in that Dragon capsule and go to the International Space Station. That will be a moment for celebration. This is Robert. This is Elon Daily. Don't be confused. It's not Talking Tesla, but it is part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. See you tomorrow.